Chapter 5 of the Wonder Book of Bible Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Engineer STL. The Wonder Book of Bible Stories by Logan Marshall. Chapter 5 The Story of Jacob. After Abraham died, his son Isaac lived in the land of Canaan. Like his father, Isaac had his home in a tent, around him were the tents of his people, and many flocks of sheep and herds of cattle feeding wherever they could find grass to eat and water to drink. Isaac and his wife Rebekah had two children. The older was named Esau, and the younger Jacob. Esau was a man of the woods, and very fond of hunting. He was rough and covered with hair. Jacob was quiet and thoughtful, staying at home, dwelling in a tent, and caring for the flocks of his father. Isaac loved Esau more than Jacob, because Esau brought to his father that which he had killed in his hunting. But Rebekah liked Jacob, because she saw that he was wise and careful in his work. Among the people in those lands, when a man dies, his older son receives twice as much as the younger of what the father has owned. This is called his birthright, for it was his right as the oldest born. So Esau, as the older, had a birthright to more of Isaac's possessions than Jacob. And besides this, there was a privilege of the promise of God that the family of Isaac should receive great blessings. The Sale of the Birthright Now Esau, when he grew up, did not care for his birthright or the blessing which God had promised. But Jacob, who was a wise man, wished greatly to have the birthright which would come to Esau when his father died. Once, when Esau came home, hungry and tired from hunting in the fields, he saw that Jacob had a bowl of something that he had just cooked for dinner. And Esau said, Give me some of that red stuff in that dish. Will you not give me some? I am hungry. And Jacob answered, I will give it to you, if you will first of all sell to me your birthright. And Esau said, What is the use of the birthright to me now, when I am almost starving to death? You can have my birthright if you will give me something to eat. Then Esau made Jacob a solemn promise to give to Jacob his birthright, all for a bowl of food. It was not right for Jacob to deal so selfishly with his brother. But it was very wrong in Esau to care so little for his birthright and God's blessing. Some time after this, when Esau was forty years old, he married two wives. Though this would be very wicked in our times, it was not supposed to be wrong then for even good men then had more than one wife. But Esau's two wives were women from the people of Canaan, who worshipped idols, and not the true God. And they taught their children also to pray to idols, so that those who came from Esau, the people who were his descendants, lost all knowledge of God, and became very wicked. But this was long after that time. Isaac and Rebekah were very sorry to have their son Esau marry women who prayed to idols and not to God, but still Isaac loved his active son Esau more than his quiet son Jacob, but Rebekah loved Jacob more than Esau. Isaac became at last very old and feeble, and so blind that he could see scarcely anything. One day he said to Esau, My son, I am very old, and do not know how soon I must die. But before I die, I wish to give you, as my older son, God's blessing upon you and your children and your descendants. Go into the fields, and with your bow and arrow shoot some animal that is good for food. 
and make for me a dish of cooked meat, such as you know I love. And after I have eaten it, I will give you the blessing. Now Esau ought to have told his father that the blessing did not belong to him, for he had sold it to his brother Jacob. But he did not tell his father. He went out into the fields hunting to find the kind of meat which his father liked the most. Now Rebekah was listening and heard all that Isaac had said to Esau. She knew that it would be better for Jacob to have the blessing than for Esau, and she loved Jacob more than Esau. So she called to Jacob and told him what Isaac had said to Esau, and she said, Now my son, do what I tell you, and you will get the blessing instead of your brother. Go to the flocks and bring to me two little kids from the goats, and I will cook them just like the meat which Esau cooks for your father. And you will bring it to your father, and he will think that you are Esau, and will give you the blessing, and it really belongs to you. But Jacob said, You know that Esau and I are not alike. His neck and arms are covered with hairs, while mine are smooth. My father will feel of me, and he will find that I am not Esau, and then instead of giving me a blessing, I am afraid that he will curse me. But Rebekah answered her son, Never mind. You do as I have told you, and I will take care of you. If any harm comes, it will come to me. So do not be afraid, but go and bring the meat. Then Jacob went and brought a pair of little kids from the flocks, and from them his mother made a dish of food, so it would be to the taste just as Isaac liked it. Then Rebekah found some of Esau's clothes and dressed Jacob in them, and she placed on his neck and hands some of the skins of the kids, so that his neck and his hands would feel rough and hairy to the touch. Then Jacob came into his father's tent, bringing the dinner, and speaking as much like Esau as he could. He said, Here I am, my father. And Isaac said, Who are you, my son? And Jacob answered, I am Esau, your oldest son. I have done as you bade me. Now sit up and eat the dinner that I have made, and then give me your blessing as you promised me. And Isaac said, How is it that you have found it so quickly? Jacob answered, because the Lord your God showed me where to go and gave me good success. Isaac did not feel certain that it was his son Esau, and he said, Come near and let me feel you, so that I may know that you are really my son Esau. And Jacob went up close to Isaac's bed, and Isaac felt of his face and his neck and his hands, and he said, The voice sounds like Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Are you really my son Esau? And Jacob told a lie to his father and said, I am. Then the old man ate the food that Jacob had brought him, and he kissed Jacob, believing him to be Esau. And he gave him the blessing, saying to him, May God give you the dew of heaven and the richness of the earth, and plenty of grain and wine. May nations bow down to you and peoples become your servants. May you be the master over your brother, and may your family and descendants that shall come from you rule over his family and his descendants. Blessed be those that bless you, and cursed be those that curse you. Just as soon as Jacob had received the blessing, he rose up and hastened away. He had scarcely gone out when Esau came in from hunting with the dish of food that he had cooked, and he said, Let my father sit up and eat the food that I have brought, and give me the blessing. And Isaac said, Why, who are you? Esau answered, I am your son, your oldest, Esau. And Isaac trembled and said, Who then is the one that came in and brought to me food? 
and I have eaten his food and have blessed him. Yes, and he shall be blessed. When Esau heard this, he knew that he had been cheated, and he cried aloud with a bitter cry, O oh, my father, my brother has taken away my blessing, just as he took away my birthright. But cannot you give me another blessing, too? Have you given everything to my brother? And Isaac told him all that he had said to Jacob, making him the ruler over his brother. But Esau begged for another blessing, and Isaac said, my son, your dwelling shall be of the riches of the earth and of the dew of heaven. You shall live by your sword, and your descendants shall deserve his descendants. But in time to come they shall break loose and shall shake off the yoke of your brother's rule, and shall be free. All this came to pass many years afterward. The people who came from Esau lived in a land called Edom, on the south of the land of Israel, where Jacob's descendants lived. And after a time the Israelites became rulers over the Edomites, and later still the Edomites made themselves free from the Israelites. But all this took place hundreds of years afterward. It was better that Jacob's descendants, those who came after him, should have the blessing than that Esau's people should have it. For Jacob's people worshipped God, and Esau's people walked in the way of the idols and became wicked. The Story of the Ladder That Reached to Heaven after Esau found that he had lost his birthright and his blessing, he was very angry against his brother Jacob, and he said to himself, and told others, My father Isaac is very old and cannot live long. As soon as he is dead, then I shall kill Jacob for having robbed me of my right. When Rebekah heard this, she said to Jacob, Before it is too late, do you go away from home and get out of Esau's sight. Perhaps when Esau sees you no longer, he will forget his anger and then you can come home again. Go and visit my brother Laban, your uncle, in Haran, and stay with him for a little while. We must remember that Rebekah came from the family of Nahor, Abraham's youngest brother, who lived in Haran, a long distance to the northeast of Canaan, and that Laban was Rebekah's brother. So Jacob went out of Beersheba on the border of the desert and walked alone, carrying his staff in his hand. One evening, just about sunset, he came to a place among the mountains, more than sixty miles distant from his home, and as he had no bed to lie down upon, he took a stone and rested his head upon it for a pillow, and lay down to sleep. And on that night Jacob had a wonderful dream. In his dream he saw stairs leading from the earth where he lay up to heaven, and angels were going up and coming down the stairs. And above the stairs he saw the Lord God standing, and God said to Jacob, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac your father, and I will be your God too. The land where you are lying all alone shall belong to you and to your children after you, and your children shall spread abroad over the lands east and west and north and south like the dust of the earth. And in your family all the world shall receive a blessing. And I am with you in your journey, and I will keep you where you are going, and I will bring you back to this land. I will never leave you, and I will surely keep my promise to you. And in the morning Jacob awakened from his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. I thought that I was all alone, but God has been with me. This place is the house of God. It is the gate of heaven. And Jacob took the stone on which his head had rested, and he set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on it as an offering to God. 
And Jacob named the place Bethel, which in the language that Jacob spoke means the house of God. And Jacob made a promise to God at the time and said, If God really will go with me and will keep me in the way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and will bring me to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God, and this stone shall be the house of God. And of all that God gives me, I will give back to God one-tenth as an offering. Then Jacob went onward in his long journey. He walked across the river Jordan in a shallow place, feeling his way with his staff. He climbed mountains and journeyed beside the great desert on the east, and at last came to the city of Haran. Beside the city was the well, where Abraham's servant had met Jacob's mother, Rebekah. And there, after Jacob had waited for a time, he saw a young woman coming with her sheet to give them water. Then Jacob took off the flat stone that was over the mouth of the well, and drew water and gave it to the sheep. And when he found that this young woman was his own cousin Rachel, the daughter of Laban, he was so glad that he wept for joy. And at that moment he began to love Rachel and longed to have her for his wife. Jacob went onward in his long journey. Rachel's father Laban, who was Jacob's uncle, gave a welcome to Jacob and took him into his home. And Jacob asked Laban if he would give his daughter Rachel to him as his wife. And Jacob said, If you give me Rachel, I will work for you seven years. And Laban said, It is better that you should have her than that a stranger should marry her. So Jacob lived seven years in Laban's house, caring for his sheep and oxen and camels, but his love for Rachel made the time seem short. At last the day came for the marriage, and they brought in the bride, who, after the manner of that land, was covered with a thick veil, so that her face could not be seen. And she was married to Jacob, and when Jacob lifted up her veil, he found that he had married not Rachel, but her older sister Leah, who was not beautiful and whom Jacob did not love at all. Jacob was very angry that he had been deceived, though that was just the way in which Jacob himself had deceived his father and cheated his brother Esau. But his uncle Laban said, In our land we never allow the younger daughter to be married before the older daughter. Keep Leah for your wife, and work for me seven years longer, and you shall have Rachel also. For in those times, as we have seen, men often had two wives, or even more than two. So Jacob stayed seven more years, fourteen years in all, before he received Rachel as his wife. While Jacob was living at Haran, eleven sons were born to him, but only one of them was a child of Rachel, whom Jacob loved. This son was Joseph, who was dearer to Jacob than any other of his children, partly because he was the youngest, and because he was the child of his beloved Rachel. End of chapter 5. Recording by Engineer STL.